Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speak podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. Oh, Steve Wilson, good to hear you again. We have, we have a special guest because September is Restaurant Week Month. Restaurant Week is something we've always celebrated in Fort Worth. And now, basically, we have Restaurant Month because the specials go on and on. And our very special guest this week from Grace in downtown Fort Worth, let's welcome Adam Jones to the Eat Speak podcast. Thank you, Bud. Thank you, Steve. Honored to be here. Adam, I think we've had a podcast with you before in the restaurant. You know, this is a very different one. Obviously, we're in, in we're in home and in studio, and, and uh, you're in Grace. And I know things are a little different for the broadcast. I know things have been very different for restaurants. Uh, talk about what things have been like the last few months, and then about what your hopes are for the restaurant month coming up. Well, COVID has definitely affected the restaurant business just tremendously. Downtown Fort Worth has felt it, I think, more drastically than the suburban restaurants. We will all survive if we just stick with it. The government's been good to us. We need the guests to feel comfortable coming out. We want to keep our places clean and take care of people. What's coming up with Restaurant Week, though, is another just huge advantage for people to come out and enjoy a great meal at a restaurant at a discounted price, plus give some money to charity. I think that's the amazing thing about it. Uh, you know, Restaurant Week is always a big fundraiser. And it's usually in August and about uh, it usually gives about 20 percent of the money to Lena Pope in Fort Worth, the children's agency uh, this year, because the restaurants need the money a little bit more. It's supporting restaurants and 10 percent goes to Lena Pope. Uh, you're still able to help Lena Pope, but it's a you know, it's fantastic that you're able to help. Um, you know, some of that this year, though, it's it's uh, helping charity, but also helping keep the restaurants going a little bit out of. Definitely, but I really think so. I think when they came out with a plan, actually, are the with the entry fee being a little bit less for us and only doing 10%, it's a huge help. It helps both us and Lena Pope. Um, it's going to be, I think, an, a great way for guests to come out uh, this fall and enjoy a meal. That means a $49 dinner. Um, and it's, uh, is it all four weeks of uh, September at Grace? I think so. I'm guessing. $49. I'm doing dinner, the preview five. plus four weeks. Correct. Okay. You're, you're in the whole shebang. It's $5 yep. uh, gift to Lena Pope. And the reason that it's important to talk to you about this is because for many years, you were the leading fundraiser for Lena Pope. Your restaurant turned in, brought in more money than any other. Uh, you know, over the years, I, I think they figured that you alone, your restaurants have raised several hundred thousand dollars for Lena Pope over the years. So talk about your, your, your dedication to Restaurant Week and why you felt this was so important. Well, but it's interesting. Uh, I think it was 23, 22 years ago, in our first year, we actually benefit was uh, the food bank. Right. And I was at Del Frisco's at the time. And I had the pleasure of being the first restaurant that that did it. I've done it now for the, the complete time. Lena Pope partnership has been, I think, a really good move for Restaurant Week. They've been a very good ally with helping getting clients into the restaurant. And the cause is fantastic. And for them wanting to help not themselves again, but also help us in the business getting clients out, I think has been a very good move for this year's restaurant week. This is the point where people start saying, well, I wish they'd talk about some food. So, uh, you know, we should talk about your restaurant week menu and in general, what you have now on the menu and, and, and what's new at Grace. Well, I think that what everybody wants to do during restaurant week is go to a nice restaurant. And Grace is a perfect example for people to come out and try things and make things work. 
I think it's it's what the clients are looking for. They want to have a good evening at a reasonable price and still be able to enjoy to be able to give to the charity. Uh, I always found it as something to, uh, uh, I can't normally go to Grace a lot, but uh, I'd like to see it and see if that's where I want to do my anniversary or something like that. It's good, good to go in and, and see a nice restaurant and, and see what they're all about. Steve, I think what I've learned over the 20 few years is it's exactly what it is, is people want to check things out and then they become lifetime guests. I have guests that dine with me every year, just restaurant week. I have guests that have fell in love with my restaurants during restaurant week. It's been a nice ally for the restaurant tours to get clients into the restaurant. So I'm very happy to participate again. And I've got a great chef here at Grace that wants to cook. Oh, so so what's the menu for uh, restaurant week? Well, it's, it's always interesting because there's usually it's always three courses. We'll usually add a course that you can use and get a coupon. This year, the coupon comes from um, FedEx Kinko's, if I recall right. Kinko's has a coupon. You can get that extra course for free or at Grace, it'll be an extra $10 this year. So it's always it's set up where the first course is usually three choices from us. Then there's an entree choice, typically a beef and a fish and then uh, two dessert options. And then the extra course for us is usually a starch-based course. Course. So this year you've got a short rib as the main course and what's the other entree? Short rib of beef that we're doing and also we're doing diver scallops. Uh, short rib or diver scallops. And the Correct. dessert, I heard something about a butterscotch pudding or something like or that. Or a New York cheesecake that Chef put together this year that's just outstanding with a uh, uh, little cherry compote. Oh, really? Okay. The uh, yeah, now, Adam, I mean, you have people who come, you said you have people who come only for restaurant week, but does it work the way they promise that you have people who've never been to this restaurant? They don't have a grace in the city where they came from. They know about all the chains, but they don't know about grace. Do they come and discover grace and then keep coming back? Very much so. It's really interesting the way our business works. I mean, for years that I ran Dell's, people go, when did you open? And it's exactly the same with Grace. We've been here for 12 years, and it's an interesting the way people look. We look at restaurants all the time because it's what we do. But some people don't venture out. They're in their normal neighborhoods, whatever it might be. And when people find it, they just fall in love with it, and then the repeat just happens and happens, which is a really – it's a tremendous benefit to restaurant week. What about uh, – are you all doing any patio dining? Uh, you know, because that was uh, – that's I've been to a couple of your patio uh, events and it uh, seems like uh, now this COVID thing is probably gearing right towards that. It's interesting because COVID has. I mean, obviously, it's still Texas. It's what was 107 this week, but people still want to dine outside. There's the safety factor. It's a, you're not in a restaurant. I think I love Grace because the it's a huge restaurant. The air changes. It's really clean. It feels good. But outside dining is another best option. And some of the things you're talking about is doing a we do wine dinners on our patio for 40 people. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen for a little while because there's too many restrictions for that. But we've got very comfortable couch, uh, uh, four couch settings that sit up to six, two, four, or six that people have come and dined with very regularly nightly. So you can have dinner on the patio now? Correct. It's set up as a lounge right now. It's lounge seating. But a lot of our clients love to eat on the patio. There's tables set and ready to go, and they're more than welcome to. Several guests dine with me every week and dine on the patio. You know, I heard talk of downtown restaurants putting tables out on the sidewalks and even closing streets. And, you know, when they have the uh, main table every year, just having a main table year round for everybody to, to serve out I, as long as people are dining outside. Is that, you know, is that going anywhere? 
But I was approached on that when COVID first started, and I raised my hand right away and said, I'm in, I'll do it. Then the logistics happened. The other restaurateurs weren't as excited. There's parking. There's a lot of things I think that came up. Um, so it didn't really push through. If it comes back out again, I want, and I'd vote for it. I, I would like to be able to dine outside more if the client wants to. Well, I think you ought to lobby for it in your block anyway. I think your block yeah. is very conducive to it. You don't have other retail shops where business might get interrupted. So I agree. We only have a small problem. The Kimpton Hotel is being constructed across the street and it's taking yeah. the other lane, which that's the kind of the traffic issue. So yeah. I want to keep everybody safe, but to, and to also take care of everybody. Well, then maybe you go around the corner or something, but talk about downtown in general right now, because people have this perception okay. that downtown is this really uh, lonely place right now. What is sure. going on? Well, I think what's interesting about downtown is our bass halls closed, our movie theaters are closed, our comedy houses are closed, our bars are closed. There's really nobody in the office towers. It's 10% occupancy. The convention center has had one convention since COVID hit, and it was a very good convention. It was very good also for my Little Red Wasp restaurant. But the downtown energy just hasn't been as much. This last week with TCU checking in the students, the energy downtown has changed tremendously. And as school continues open, football comes back, I see a lot of things positively happening. Let's stay clean, social distance, and let's take care of people so they want to come back downtown again. I think one of the fears also, and if I can call it the fears, was the protests were a negative on us, but the protests were short-lived and they were really very peaceful. And it's not, there's really been no negative downtown due to the protests. I mean, is anything new on your menu? I I always talk about the steaks and, and, and the different steaks, and then I'm, I'm always interested in the scallops. Uh, and sure. then there's always some uh, wild card that, uh, that, that people didn't expect. That, you know, what's new that your chef's trying? Got it. I think what's interesting is I have a very talented chef team. Blaine Stanford runs the kitchen, and he loves trying and doing new things. We did take off a few items because of COVID. We're not doing our tasting menus right now, et cetera. Really just offering the basics, steaks, um, lamb, scallop, great fish. And the great fish, which is interesting, is he's gone to these the, his fisheries on either coast, and he's bringing in these huge pieces of tuna, grouper, and then he does a special for a week or two, and then the next week he comes in, does another one. So it's really been fun. This last week he brought in the tuna, which was just outstanding. On Facebook, I saw some uh, pictures of those big fish. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be before and after pics. Where do you want to fit into the fine dining market? I mean, people talk about, you know, Grace and Ellerby as the, sure. the fine yeah, dining places. Where do you want to fit in? Restaurant. I think what I want from fine dining is a great experience. I'm not, we don't want to be about all the protocol. We want to serve good food in a nice setting. Fort Worth is still a very casual setting, but also people do want to get dressed up and go out. It's not the crazy dress up like in years past. I think we find is people just want to have a good experience with maybe it's a date with a couple, it's an anniversary, a birthday, or it's a family affair. I, I mentioned Grace and Ellerby. I should, should say Grace Ellerby and, San, and Paris Seven. Yes, uh, the place uh, people Bernard, consider the Bernard's the, the, a dear the friend and uh, wish him well. You know, I've seen how it's been in the the smaller restaurants and stuff. What's it like for a large restaurant like you? What What are y'all doing that's different? Well, I think what's interesting is six foot is still the rule. 
and social distancing is still the deal. We can still go up to 10 per guest, but at almost 10, I almost do a private room for a family, et cetera. So it's mostly twos, fours, and sixes that are dining. We have a very big restaurant. I mean, my seating capacity is 572. So, but if you take six foot, it narrows it all the way down to under 200. So we, a busy night for us would be about 100 guests. With that sounds like a lot, but when you seat 572, it's very spacious and very spread out. Our bar usually holds 75. We cap now at 28. 28 and the bar's full. There's only eight chairs at the bar. There's only so many tables because we want people to be able to come in, but also feel comfortable in our environment. And I've, I think as I travel the city, there's several restaurateurs that are doing just an outstanding job at it. And there's some that bend the rules a little bit. I would much rather take care of my client and my employee and look forward to us getting to the other side. Well, thanks for that, Adam. I mean, the, the six-foot rule is the most important. People have to be six feet away from any strangers. And it doesn't matter what your percentage capacity is. You know, the bottom line is absolutely people have to be six feet apart. That's what keeps people safe. I agree. Well, thanks for sticking with that. You're welcome, bud. My 30 years on Main Street, you've been a part of them the whole time. Well, Steve's been a part of those 30 years, too, and he's... He's been he's it. been here every step of the way and and wow. uh, you know, Keep me going. Steve and I both have been uh, have been talking about Fort Worth restaurants for a long long time and we'll talk about them again on the next Eat Speed podcast. So until next time, I'm Bud Kennedy and Steve Wilson and Adam Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks, y'all.